It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to Girls in Golf, part of the Callaway Podcast Network. I'm Lex, joined by Sarah as always. And today we are really excited to have Gretchen Quigley, who is the president of the Lady Straight Shooter Golf League, which was founded 37 years ago in New Jersey at Indian Spring Country Club. Gretchen, hello. How are you? And we're so happy to have you with us. Hi, girls. How are you today? Doing good. Great. Um, so, Gretchen, you know, you're the president of this lar- this golf league, which is the largest ladies' league in the country. How did you get involved in that? Um, I wasn't involved initially. And when, it, when it first started, a friend of mine started it with another friend of hers. And uh, then another woman and her partner were running it. And there were maybe 40 women. And it is a nine-hole league. It is not an 18-hole league. So um, then when the partner died for the one woman, she took it over. So in 2003, we were in our own business, and she walked into the store and said, why don't you come join the league? And I'm thinking, oh, really? I don't know how to play golf very well, but, you know, I'll I'll try, and I'd love to do more golf. That was my big thing. And I had had back surgery 12 months before, and he had just given me the okay after a year that I could easily go out and play and do no damage. I mean, it was, you know, fusions, rods, screws, and all that stuff. I wasn't sure I was ever going to twist again. But, just like Tiger um, Woods. Yeah, and he did a phenomenal job because I've had two since then, but nothing to that one. But I went out the following year in 03 and played – and met women. There were 40, as I say, 40, maybe 50 members. And my friend Sue, being the president, she had me be the vice president. So for nine years, I was the vice president. So I learned a lot about the league, about the women, about how it's everything about it, and the club itself. And then she patted me on the back one day and said, next year, this is yours. And that was five years ago. Said, this is yours next year. Well, she had the beginnings of Alzheimer's and she knew it. And her mother had it. It was hereditary. And now she's really in Hilton Head doing very well and teaching women golf. She doesn't remember she called you if she calls you on the phone. She can't remember that 10 minutes later that she did talk to you. But once she patted me on the back, I thought, oh, because her name was Sue, and she did everything herself. I mean, she stayed up late nights to make sure people had their tea times, and everything was done manually. And we thought, oh, my goodness gracious. You know, there's no way I can work and do this to the way it should be. By that time, we had maybe 250 members. So we ended up going all electronic. I got a staff of five more women, two vice presidents, you know, secretary, treasurer, and a a member at large who was one of the founding members. So she's on there with all the rules and bringing up things that we may not even think about. So we meet probably two or three times a year to get it all set up. So this year we were all set up when... Katie barred the door and the boom came down and said, sorry, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. So we sit and wait and at least now we can play. But 
and anybody who can get a tea time can play, but there are no leagues. There's no shotguns. Uh, we had uh, probably 220 to 230 played on a Wednesday, period. I mean, that's a lot of women. Tea times in the morning tea, that started at 9, tea times at 12.30, a shotgun at 4.30, and a shotgun at 5.30. We had to put uh, limits on each tea time at each group, four groups. We had to put limits because you couldn't get them on the course. Not possible. So That's amazing. And your membership has grown, I mean, at least, you know, 20 to 50 members almost every year. Yes. That's incredible. Has. We had to put a limit on it. At 375. Yeah. We had 400 about three years ago, but we had to shut it down and put 375. And the first 375 that sign up, they get, they, they pay their money and they're signed up. If they don't pay their money and say, oh, I'm going to be there. No, no, no. And you don't be there unless you pay your money and your check is cleared. And it all goes to the treasurer and she fills everything out. So she does that portion of it. One of my, um, vice presidents and really my right hand she does all the scheduling after the first month it becomes much easier and the beauty of this league being nine holes is out of 375 we only have 40 that are competitive everybody else plays nine holes they are range in age from anywhere from 30 or so to 80 and they use it as their social time. They're not going to a bar. They're not looking for guys to pick up. They're home and they're, or they're working and they want to do it in the afternoon. They don't want to compete. They just want to go out and play golf. Would they're not like the guys. Would you say that's why um, this league is so successful? It's just these women looking to have a fun time, not really looking yes. to be competitive? Yes. Because golf, I know we all watch golf, it's competitive. And if you listen to guys at any time, it's competitive, no matter what they do. A dollar on this putt, a dollar on that one, $10 on the round, whatever it may be, it's competitive. But we have the option. So we have the option of competition, if you would like it. And now we're running three tournaments within the year of the 26 weeks. We run three tournaments just for the competitive people. And it's lined up by handicap or you get a handicap. So it's, it's fine because everybody then becomes somewhat equal. And it's, um, and the other women, they just come to play. They turn in their scorecards simply for us to mark them that they were there. And if they did get a birdie or an eagle or something like that, they get recognized for that. We look at all those cards and we'll circle them and put them on a sheet that, you know, Jane Doe had five birdies, you know, and that was made. She'll go in and she'll end up getting a birdie pin at the banquet. So they're recognized that they were able to do something without being competitive, without having to win, just having fun. So back when you originally only had like 40 to 50 members, how did you guys network and how did you reach out to other women to get this many mouth. women? Word of mouth? Word of mouth. And the club helped. Not as much as they've helped now. The club um, is owned by the township of Evesham, New Jersey. It's owned by them. It was The land was from uh, someone who had a farm. And when that last 
family member passed, they gave all the land to the township. The township built the course. So it is public. It is not a private course, which also helps for women. They don't have to put out two or three or four or 10 or $20,000 to join a club to play. All they have to do is pay their $50 dues. It's $50 for the year and $25 for nine holes with, a cart, with or without a cart. So the chorus is guaranteed of quite a bit of money on Wednesdays. So they have a good income coming from us. And uh, so they cater to us. And as the word of mouth, and it got to the point where there were a lot more people. See, if you have 50 telling 10, now you got 500. So, you know, it just, it, it can snowball if they're having fun, if they're enjoying it. So a lot of the women were new to golf because golf was not something that a lot of women played. Uh, so what we have offered or what Sue started, the pros give lessons for the first five weeks of the league. They give free group lessons. Cost these women nothing. So even if they paid their $50 and were never going to play for the rest of the year, which is their option, they got five lessons. You don't get yeah, five lessons. $10 a lesson. Bucks. That's really good. Uh -huh. For 50 yeah. bucks, you don't get five lessons, five free lessons. So it, it worked out very well. And people, we always have probably somewhere the first two or three, there may be 70 or 80 women who still want to take the lessons and anybody can it's a clinic and they tell you at the beginning of the year it's on our website which I will give you the website address so you can look it over and see how we do time slots and how we do you know what the rules are if that became interesting to you or any of the other women that wanted to play golf. Yeah, I love, I was looking at the website last night and mm -hmm. I, I love that you have, you know, a brief set of rules for golf. It's very like user friendly for introduct, like people who are getting introduced to the game, which like you said, is most women, a lot of women have never played before. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before we started the podcast, you didn't start playing golf till you were in your forties. A lot right. of women don't start until later in life, and it's very intimidating to take up a new a new hobby, a new game, especially something that's athletic like that. So how did that come into your life? Um, as I said, we had a ski business that was also golf, and my husband's partner, uh, he, was, he became a master club maker. So he's been to Callaway. He's been to California. He's gone through all of this. And he put cages up in the basement and had hitting cages with videos and so on. And that probably was 25 years ago. And I got my first set of clubs, which is a set of Cobras, from the store the first time. And uh, so since then, when I had time, I played. But I played with my husband or I played with another couple. But... It wasn't, it wasn't something that you always had something to look forward to. It wasn't a, a normal activity. You'd go to a bar and have a drink and have dinner with someone. That's what you did. You didn't go to the, oh, let's go play golf or whatever. So um, I just think more and more women want to be involved. And if they can play with their friends, they don't feel intimidated. They don't have to play. There are women that can play much better than our competitive people, or some of them. 
And they don't want to play competitively because they like the social atmosphere. And they can play better. I mean, their scores are better. Their scores are par, maybe three or four over par. But they feel intimidated to play somebody who's the club champion. And her scores are the same as yours. So, yes, Uh you can play against her. It's not a problem. (laughs) But I think the free lessons have helped. The free clinics, because the people can get into it with no problems. They don't feel intimidated. So they feel easy about it. And, and the club does so much for us. They change all the flags on Wednesdays to pink. And all the cups are pink. And even all the pros wear pink shirts. Uh, it's tough to tell if the, if the pin's in the front, middle, or back. Hey, we don't know that because it's all pink. And uh, so, But it's, it's just something they do for us, which works out very well. That's awesome. Um, it sounds yeah. like such a unique and fun experience. Um, and now that you've gained such an audience, do you ever have men who get a little jealous that, that you guys have such an awesome club? Have there ever been any men out there who've wanted to join? No, no. They don't okay. want to join. And I think <laughs> women, unfortunately, have the reputation, and it happened yesterday, the same thing. Women, unfortunately, have the reputation of being slow. And the men think that they're, you know, oh, my goodness, three women, three older women in front of us. You know, we're going to be held up. We'll be out here for five or six hours because the women are in front. But now that tea times are 16 minutes apart, even though we have foursomes, uh, there was a group in front of us that were four, four guys, of which I knew they all went to school with my son. So, you know, they're all in their mid-50s or whatever. And... um they were playing in front of us and there were three women and we all have our own carts. So it goes very fast because you're driving to your balls. You're not taking a lot of time. And we had to wait on every shot we had. We took every shot. They were three holes behind the people, the four guys in front of them. Oh my gosh. And there were um, a threesome behind us that, had to wait a little bit because we had to wait. And we apologized on one hole and said, sorry, but uh, we know. It's the guys in front of you. We know. And when we finished, one of the guys from the front, the group in front said, "We, I need to buy you three a drink. Race is here with the cart. I need to buy all three of you a drink. And we said, thank you very much. But why would you do that? He said, because I was so frustrated and trying to get people to – these guys to move to move and you were there he says I almost dropped back to play with you guys because it would have been more fun I went well we've been known women in general have been known to be slow we're not slow Says you guys play really fast they said no we play very normal time-wise and the women are not slow yes you do get some that are slow there's no question about it and that's why on the website we have that whole article on the pace of play and we have a whole thing on pace of play make sure that you can see the group in front of you and you're halfway and the group behind you is just coming to the tee box if you keep yourself in that position nobody will ever complain so that's what we try to do it doesn't always work (laughs) i get a lot of emails about that what are you gonna do about that (laughs) 
banquet like at the end of the year? I love that you have that, you know, regardless of whether people played competitively or not. Um, because we do the birdie things, whether they're competitive or not, we do give, um, we give uh, an award for the rest of the group, the division two and three or combo division two, rather than one, one being the competitive. As I say, the competitive has three tournaments. So there is a winner of each one of those tournaments. We also put out longest drive and closest to the pin on, you know, four holes, two, two on the front nine, two on the back nine, depending on which nine you're playing that day. And so those people, we just put their names down that they got this this day and so on and so forth. And then we put all those names in a hat and we draw a name. So we keep Division Two and Division One separate so they each can have their own. We also do a lot of, um, we get gift baskets. We buy them or see if they can be donated, which we would prefer. But we've got enough money in the kitty that we can buy nice gift baskets. We don't want to keep the money. We don't get paid. We're not getting paid for it. So the money really is for the members. And the banquet, we get about two to two twenty-five at the banquet. And our golf club has huge rooms upstairs that they do a lot of catering. So we do it there. We know what we're going to get for food. We know that they do the very best as far as catering in the entire area. Many weddings, many you know groups do rent this out. So they always save the date and make sure it's that, you know, the next Wednesday after we stop playing. We also do something else, and I don't know if our website says it, but we pick a charity in May, June, August, and September. And we do a 50-50 each week that people put money in and get a drawing and they get the 50-50 and they get the money. Our money, anything we get out of that, gets set to the charity. So if we make a couple of hundred dollars, it gets set to breast cancer for women or um, heart, you know, the Heart Association. We've done it to veterans. We've done it to uh, uh, all kinds of different Alzheimer's. We've done it to different charities, and we do four a year. So that helps to push us along, too, to show that we do that. What's your communication like with your members? You, I know you said you get a ton of emails. You obviously see them out on Wednesdays, but how often are you all talking to each other? I mean, that's a lot to Very manage. Seldom. 375 Very, people. Yeah, you, you can't. The only thing that we can do on a, a general basis is on our website, I put an email out of any sort or a letter. That's the way we put out all of our tea times for every Wednesday. They come out on Sunday night and we communicate somewhat through that. The only other time we're together um, is I do a, we do a meeting um, two weeks before we begin with new members to walk them through what the procedures are for Wednesdays. And we've, I've, we've I've put together a list and a handout so that they can have this and be a little more familiar with it rather than coming in, oh, now what do I do? And being intimidated that way. Um, and then we have a general meeting uh, the next week before we begin. And we had everything lined up this year with vendors and we tried to make it different to get more people there. 
vendors, drawings. Um, I think we had Foot Joy. We had Top Golf coming. We had a fitness place coming so that they could do uh, fitness. We had, uh, I think, it, the Adidas rep was coming. So we had almost six different vendors coming to this because we don't want to stand there and just talk. Nobody's going to come. They're just not going to come. So this, unfortunately, was supposed to be the 25th of March. Oh, well. So none of that happened. Um, at this stage of the game, what I had to do, having everything up in the air, not even knowing if we can run the league this summer, um, haven't rescheduled anything until we hear from the governor and from the township and pros. But... I just sent out a survey for the month of May, in the month of May that Memorial Day was the deadline. And the survey stated that um, I would like for you to answer these questions. The first one, you want to keep your membership as is, as it is right now. Do you want to just take your money and roll it over to 2021? And we just won't, if, if they do begin, we won't schedule you. You won't be part of that schedule. Or do you want a refund? You know, we'll give you a refund if that's what you want. Some people may need that $50. I don't know. So it was ended as um, the 25th. And Thursday, we got all the checks out. The secretary, I mean, the treasurer wrote all the checks. And I did all the rest and put it in the mailbox on Thursday morning. So they were, they've already gotten their checks. They've already, I've gotten one thank you note. So I can only tell you five have been cashed. But I only got one thank you note for all that. But we probably have 260 that want to keep it the same. If we never begin, then we will, um, we will, they can have their money back. We'll go through another segment of it. And if it never begins, their money will be rolled over to next year and they don't have to register. Those who got a refund will have to re-register because we're taking them off the roster. The others we don't, we won't have to re-register unless they decide later on to get a refund. But, you know, I, we can't reschedule because we don't have anything to mm -hmm. talk about and nothing to look forward to. So the pros and I have put together a possibility of doing this next year at the beginning of the year, doing the same basic thing at the beginning of the year next year. It's the only way we can reschedule. Yeah. But your course is open now, right? Oh, it's open 12 months a year. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, it wasn't with. for a month and a half. I mm -hmm. think they opened uh, beginning of May, twosomes only, uh, 16 minutes apart. And the pros are just sitting there twiddling their thumbs because they have nothing to do because there's mm -hmm. barely anybody there. And you have to sign up online. You cannot be a walk-on. You must wear a mask. And initially, they even had us parking every other parking place. We couldn't even park next to each other. So they tried to do it specifically to what the governor said. Now, after all these protests this weekend all over this whole country, uh, who knows what this virus little numbers are going to say. Mm -hmm. Have you been playing a lot yourself? Well, three days a week. I get the pro to do it Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Give me those. And this week I'm going to be playing four because I'm going to play Wednesday. I'm going to play Friday. I'm going to play Saturday and Sunday. So 
but I'm way retired. Yeah, I'm 75 years old. I don't need to, uh, you know, I don't have to worry about it. My husband's here. He's handicapped, and I've got somebody who takes care of him all day long. And, uh, you know, so I can trust him. He comes in the morning and gets him all squared away, and then he uh, puts him to bed at dinner in bed at night. So I don't have a lot of things to have to keep me here. Well, that's, I mean, that's really great. I'm really jealous that you get to play four times, three or four <laughs> times a week. We have, we've been cooped up in our houses and we haven't gone out to play yet since it's been open, but some, lots of the courses here have had some really long wait times. So we're, we're just being picky, but. Well, that's why the, that's why they've done everything online and why you can't be a walk-on because then you can't wait. And if there's a tea time that comes up, if you're a member of the club, you have 10 days ahead that you can make a tea time. If you're not, it's only seven days. Mm-hmm. It's all you can do. Yeah, that's tough. Well, before so we let you referred. go. Yeah. yeah. Before we let you go, um, what are your hopes then for next year? Let's say, you know, things come back and you can run the club the way that you usually do. Um, what's your membership goal? What's an event that you would like to do? Just talk about that a little bit. Well, as I said, I would like to run the two meetings the way we had expected to run them this year, which seemed to work out very well for everybody and use the vendors uh, for the big general meeting. Get that so we can get more participation They don't want to just come and listen to something that they've heard for 10 years because they're all former members um, and they've been playing for 10, 15, 20 years. So I just don't want that. Membership-wise, it can't get bigger. It just can't. There's not enough room. So there's we just can't get any bigger. So membership-wise, I would just like to make sure that we can maintain – the camaraderie that we have, we can make, we can have less problems. If we can see what the problems, possible problems would be that we can stop those before they begin. Then we don't get them. Mm -hmm. Last year I had a girl come to me and say, well, I think we need to talk because we had a problem with the, she went through this personality problem with the people in front and I let her talk and she just kept on talking. And I said, we do not screen personalities. And in life, you're going to have to learn to live with lots of different personalities. So unfortunately, this happened to you, and hopefully it won't happen again. But, you know, it just is is something that sometimes we just have to deal with. And now I'm her very best friend. I can't control that. Now I'm her very best friend. I said, perfect. That's lovely. If I need something done, guess who I'm asking? I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Well, we wish you all the best, Gretchen. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for asking me. Charlie Hoffman's a great guy. I know. You're so glad. I was so glad that Chuck reached out to me. He's like, you got to get Gretchen on so she could talk about the league. I was like, all right. So here we are. Um, If you want to know more about Gretchen's Golf League, you can check it out at ladystraightshooters.com. The club is Indian Spring Golf Country Club. I almost said golf club, but that's it. It can be either one. They'll find it. As long (laughs) as they know it's Evesham. It's Evesham Township, New Jersey. That's all. Well, if you're ever visiting Evesham, and maybe Sarah and I will get out there someday, we'll come play. 
in a game and it'll be a blast. Um, this has been Girls in Golf next week. I'm not really sure who we're going to have on, but you know what? It's going to be a ball. Join us next Wednesday. Thanks, Alexis. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye.